take three, take two sucked. First one. Yeah. Break it up. Yo, I break it up and spit it like tobacco in right fields. I'm acting like a savage and exploding like minefields. So much aggression and expression of minefields. Like fighting for my life, a rap attacker with mic skills. The time is critical and ticking like time bombs. My offense is pivotal, my lyrics will bear arms. My defense is evident, I block and I jab back, duck and attack and smack him with the back of my left hand. Just like a horror movie, moment you ran it to me. An evil spirit, you hear it and now you'll never lose me. Call it some braggadocious magic like hocus pocus, tiger with a little bit of the dragon lotus who needs a bodyguard i'll hit your body hard 55 hit combo to split your phony squad thinking faster than brain matter can spark a thought plan a suggestion inception before the script was bought battle with axes and hammers and bullets blazing call it amazing the way i'm raiding your masquerade yeah top three gentlemen top three top, top three three <laughs> wow we got here faster than I thought we would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we 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 definitely took... We took some ways around. Like, we wandered a bit. <laughs> we wandered? We, we, we came we, back? Yeah. We went off the beaten path. Like both wrestling fans and, and do. The, yeah, in the first part of this. We wandered, but we weren't lost. Yeah. So I was almost going to segue into this earlier and give you my, three, in my four and three, because I started talking about <laughs> how much Jericho drinks. But my number three is Chris Jericho. A little bit of the bubbly. A little bit of the bubbly. Uh, um, I think that I think before All Out happened, I was actually thinking that Jericho, that Hangman should have been the inaugural champion. I thought they should have kind of what's it called? Put on Hangman. Put a put a rocket to his back and kind of make him this you know hard to kill you know kind of badass cowboy. And I mean like obviously Hangman's. Hangman's Hangman. He, yeah. he's, he's entertaining as hell either way. I think he's probably one of their best actual just like bell-to-bell wrestlers that they have. Yeah. Um, well, him and Pac can go for days. Oh, yeah. 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 But um, Jericho and just the way that he's reinvented himself time over time over time, I think they, they made a great choice in having him be the inaugural champion. I think he has enough clout outside of the wrestling world mm-hmm. um, between, you know, just being a uh, just a overall it's been recognizable yeah recognizable funny guy uh having it you know having the other outlet through fozzy and stuff having his podcast um even if you don't pay attention to AEW, you know who chris jericho is if not then you've definitely heard of chris, chris jericho. jericho yeah, yeah. especially Someone shows you a picture of chris jericho most people are gonna go oh at least i've seen that guy before it's the ayatollah of rock and roller y2j 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 um, so yeah, I mean, I just think he has done such a great job reinventing himself again and again and again in the whole pain maker kind of gimmick in Le Champion. Le Champion. I like how he's kind of got the two alter ego. Like he's got the, he's got so the, both. yeah, he's got the two faces of Jericho right now. Whereas like, he's kind of more comedic as Le Champion and can, you know, he's got a little bit of vulnerability, but he then wants to be pain maker. He turns it on and. Still, a little bit more evil when he's doing the New Japan route. Yeah, still can kind of, still can kind of beat you up, and you know, is imposing. And actually, when you talk about New Japan and like that match that he had with Tanahashi, him being kind of like that old kind of, uh, just kind of like grizzled white white dude, they almost kind of like compared him to like I saw somebody compare him to Stan Hansen, you know, that big burly, just kind of like you know American, you yeah. Know? 
not supposed to be like a super, you know, just like strong boy, strong boy cut and whatever. And like, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. He's the dad that could kick your ass. Dad bod. Dad bod. Angry, drunk uncle. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Who is still way too into his Pontiac Firebird. Yep. And Ario Speedwagon. <laughs> Got the Speedwagon jacket. Yeah. That was the trace, Dan. What's your trace? Yeah. Uh, my number three is Adam Cole. Oh. Baby. Baby. Boom. So, been the fixture of NXT all year long. You know, I, I'm... I don't catch NXT every single week, but when I do, it's for Adam Cole. Yeah. It's for, to go in and to watch Undisputed Era. Um, one of my favorite factions. You know, it, yeah, not not so controversial <clears throat> opinion, but probably the best booked group or stable in the WWE. I'd agree. It, it actually angers me how well they work in NXT and mm-hmm. the fact that WWE doesn't use more stables or use them well. On the other on the other shows, yeah, yeah. I think and that I think that is uh, coming through. I think that's kind of how it started, like the the mold for Imperium. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you got the the four man stable, and then you know you kind of made a tag team with Eichner and and Barthel. Then you kind of got the mid card guy. You got the mid card with Wolf and the champ. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I give everyone involved their credit too because I don't think that works without the charisma of these guys. Yeah. Which and is Cole being the centerpiece. Yeah. And I think know. all of them being in Ring of Honor for the amount of time that they were and already kind of know each other, they already clicked right off the bat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And definitely they are a when it, it, when it's either just one of them or all of them. And I think the thing that works really well about them is that they kind of act almost like a pack just rabbit oh, dogs. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, like you can go through a tag match and when it comes down to the end you're just waiting for a run in from Cole or yeah. or Strong yeah. or either one yeah. of them. And same thing with any of their singles matches and you're always like shit one of them's going to come out and then it's like who is it? Is yeah. it Adam coming out to help to help Roddy or is it Fish and O'Reilly coming out to help Roddy or Yeah. Roddy coming out to to distract somebody for Cole like it, they work so well they've got such a great mo- like it's just such a you know mm-hmm. so well booked um, I love it entertaining yeah. yeah and it's one of the, it, Adam is one of those guys that he's had some you know the, the matches this year with Gargano are my, one of my favorites so that's why he's my in my top three mm-hmm. but the other thing is for Adam it's the face of NXT he can come up and like if they wanted to have him on Raw and match against Rollins they could do it yeah and it would be believable for him to yeah. come in and win. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of those things where he's one of those guys that just has that charisma and that presence, and you know, he's he, he's definitely the future of WWE. Yeah, Adam Cole, baby, baby. Uh, so my number trace is Le Champion. Ooh, it's a little bit of the bubbly himself, the Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. I think if AEW had a little more time on TV, not just you know three months, four months, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, Jericho may or may not have been either higher or lower. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he had the the all out and then the the fighter fest and, you know, that kind of built to the actual start of the TV. If I think those first six months he had a little more, I guess, exposure to the TV with storylines type of thing, he might have been either higher or lower. More camera time. Yeah, but I think where... The time frame that he had with what he did, he made my number three with just the matches that he had. You give that man a mic, I just give you all my money. Mm-hmm. And then seeing him live 
and reacting to the crowd organically when they started you know chan we the people yep yeah and him just saying we the people is dead and it was something about shit writers yep i just the man is organically one of the best people on the microphone i've ever seen yeah being able to ad lib and kind of go off the cuff just absolute skill. that's un- undeniable yeah totally so he's he's my number trace yeah he's got such great synergy too between everything that he does yeah like he ties the podcast into his wrestling. He ties by and the people. Yeah, you know. and it's totally breaking like the the whole like fourth wall. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just him talking with you know one of the boys. Yeah, exactly. And then the band and having his theme song be you know his yeah. own band. Like it, it's just he he does a really good job at tying everything together, making it one. Yeah. Yeah. And this chair that Chris Jericho Cruz, I wish I was part of. Yeah. Uh, I got you know if we did go, there was gonna be. I don't know, five, six different podcasts, uh, live recordings on the cruise. Ours would be recorded in our room because yep. they'd be like, who the fuck are you get? <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. If I end up going, I was going to bring, you know, my phone and just record in my room yeah. of like shit that happened on the cruise or try and like talk to people as they were drinking mm-hmm. or just interview random people. Uh, you had definitely like, Eight to twelve, you know, shows that were going on with gonna, all the bands that he has. I was gonna say it, over under on just like any of the wrestlers getting asked to be on a podcast while they're on the cruise, like twenty five over under. That's oh, gonna happen. Oh. At least. Yeah, yeah. Over, over, oh, over, are we over. talking over uh, podcast, podcast, or like people like us podcast? This is a podcast podcast. <laughs> like, we I'm, are sponsored by somebody <laughs> because half those podcasts. Uh, that they've like mentioned are all you know wrestlers. Oh yeah, like yeah. legitimate, like yeah, because yeah. you know Jim Ross is on there. Uh, I, I thought there was Taz, a requirement to have yeah. a podcast as a wrestler. Yeah, it's, it's part of the part of the gimmick yeah. now. Yeah, you know Taz being part of AEW now. I'm sure he's gonna start doing his podcast again. Yeah, you know Chris Jericho and his podcast. Does Ric Flair even have one anymore? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know if he's on it, but I'm no. just. No, I, I was subscribed to Ric Flair's, and I want. He I has listen. a podcast. He's just never doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I know Xbox doing one on there. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like uh, a couple of horror, you know, podcasts that are going live, live from there too. Like horror movie? No, horror podcasts where they talk horror, about like. Horror podcast. Yeah. So like like the like true crime stuff? I don't know if it's true crime or not, but they're, they're in the horror category. Okay. okay. Hmm. That's what Jericho has built them as. Weird. Okay. Then I'm they have. Cur- I'm curious. Then they have like the wrestling shows, and then yeah. you know you get to hang out with all the guys. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias is the host. Fluffy. 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 Fluffy is the host. So I kind of wish I was on that cruise. I feel like you're doing a paid advertisement for them right now. Is that, are they the mystery sponsor? Hey, Jericho, why are we doing the, the Jer cruise? Yeah. Why aren't we? When we get? When we get a cabin and a half? Yes, I will for drink free. all your bubbly and sell all yeah. your bubbly for you. Well, was it uh, Step Brothers? Investors, possibly you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Prestige worldwide. Prestige worldwide. Yeah, yes. Literally, so worldwide. Yeah. Tyson O'Neil. Worldwide. Worldwide. Too soon. <laughs> hey, the Rumble. Did you file for bankruptcy yet? Uh, <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> We've got another Rumble happening Sunday. Oh yes, we do. I, I'm taking bets. Does he do a face first into? Oh. The apron again. If not the apron, his half ha-ha, I'm going to fall, catch myself, laugh, and then fall again gimmick. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, 
if 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 I'm if I'm booking I'm booking Titus as having worldwide go under. Yeah. And just having him like be like an assistant to somebody else, trying to build himself back up. <laughs> He's on the, the apron. St- just the cheering. stock market crashed. <laughs> I threw all my savings in this business. Oh, speaking of the Rumble, I'm just sidetrack. City. Are we are we doing the Royal Rumble drinking game? Ooh. Oh yeah, it's a must. It's a yeah. must. We're doing it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm gonna do it by myself, but that's I guess my own problem. <laughs> I mean, me. I mean, me, you, Dan. Cassie Kate. That's five easy. That's five. If it's a 30-man rumble, that's, a, that's a, we're only crushing a six-pack. Only. Only. So. Sure. Yeah. Have you played the, the Royal Rumble drinking game? Yeah, we, we did it last year. Oh, yeah. Did we I, do it last I, year? I, I think I dropped in later because I probably came home from work while the rumble was on. Probably. I think we saved the game, though, for you. Yeah, that's probably about right. Either way. I because they started with the women's, mm-hmm. and I think it's Andrew true, with the it's men's. true. I yeah. came into the men's, and the yeah. women's was not done yet, but. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot we have two Rumbles now. Yeah, two. So, 12-pack. 12 12-pack. 12 All right, cool. We can do that. I'm co- I'm into it. It's doable. All right. It's so going to be a rough day. Number two. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> my number two, a name that has been brought up on this list, and by process of elimination, I think I just know who your guys' number ones are. Uh, I still have to give two. But yeah, I'm but no, but well. I'm just oh, okay, shit. Okay, there's a 50-50 chance I'm wrong. Yeah, there is. My number. I two, know. Hold on. Yes. I, I'm not a st- statistician. I actually, I'm, I'm not gonna say it. I don't, we're, we're gonna forget this, and I'm gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> so forgot I said what I said. All right. My numero dos is Adam Cole, baby. Boom. Bing. Squadu. And good night. And good at no, I mean uh, he's been a favorite of mine since before he was in NXT when he was in Bullet Club. Even actually before he was in Bullet Club, when I mean he was part of the Kingdom. I think he was the only part of the Kingdom that I like. Sorry, Taven, but I'm just happy to have him alive again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I thought he died. I, I think everyone thought he died. Yeah. <laughs> I think there are still some people that don't think he's alive. He's a ghost. Yeah, so um, uh, he's just he's entertaining. He is so good on the mic, knows how to have a good match. Um, the only thing that like I think might be prohibiting him in the long run is his size. But even then, you've got guys on the main roster now who are I don't around know about his... that. I mean, he's the reincarnation of Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Shawn Michaels probably still had 35 pounds of muscle on him. And about... Four inches. It's probably four inches. Yeah, true, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's my only concern is, like, you look at him and he's the size of, like, a luchador. The, the, I think the good thing is with NXT being a weekly show now with two hours, he's getting the same amount of time as Roman Reigns. Yeah. Yeah, they're probably able to put him out in front of everybody. Yeah. And, and even when you say that, too, it's like it's the third brand now. It's like, does he even ever leave NXT? I don't want him to. I don't want – like, I wouldn't want him to, but at the same time – like, what happens when you go from being a big fish in a small pond to being, like, a whale in, like, a teacup, yeah. you know? I don't know if, and again, I can't read the future. I don't have those powers. Yeah. I wish I did. I do. Oh, we gotta talk then. But, May God uh, have mercy on your soul. I don't <laughs> think that, uh, the way that NXT has been and is now, I don't think will be the same as it will be a year from now. And <clears throat> I'm hoping that's a good thing. I hope that's a good thing, too. But I definitely see... A guy like Cole, like if he if he leave if if he retires from wrestling in the future and he's never been WWE champion, something went wrong. 
I will hate yeah. myself. Yeah, that's a that's a he, that'd be so huge. him never leaving NXT is a thing, but also him never having a huge high profile run, that's a crime against all of the sport. Yeah, because I mean, think about it this way: think of like, think of undisputed era. They lose it all. And they go, all right, might as well move up to the main roster. And then if we get that tenacity, that kind of like, just pack mentality, kind of every you know all for one, one for all kind of three musketeers, even though there's four of them. Um, well, technically, there was four musketeers. Yeah, there was D'Artagnan, and whatever his name was. I, for, I don't know. I'd um, have to Google it. Um, <laughs> but technically, there was four. Yeah, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four. Um, but that kind of you know, where it's like a legit faction, and it, th- I think the thing that you have closest to that now on the main roster is Seth. The, uh, the, yeah, the Monday Night Messiah. He's got AOP, and now he's got Buddy Murphy too. Yeah. And so, like, there's... are they almost taking that archetype that they took f- that, which they totally goofed with uh, Styles and oh the OC, yeah the OC. I was really surprised that I mean, like, by the time they can make a reference to Bullet Club and make it look stupid, they've done it. Oh yeah, yeah. That they've screwed up. Like, if anything, they should have just took it and tried to make it better. You know, you have Styles, you have Gallows, you have Anderson. You know, take those three Finn. names. You have Finn. You know, make this club more talked about than the New Japan one. Yeah. You're gonna sell merch. Yeah. Merch sales. I, I think I think the thing that main roster WWE has, um, or just fails to do is be cool. Damn it, Vince. Damn it, Vince. I, I, I am, am I wrong in saying that? Like, sorry to go off on like my my. No, my my I pedestal think, I think, here. I think we all feel box. that way. I think Vince is still at the point where he's like, "No, it's the children who are wrong." Well, yeah. Well, here's the, like here's the thing, and you look at the ratings, and it's like their demographic is like fifty plus. Yeah. And and then, but they make most of their money off of merchandise and like. That's the thing, merchandise. I mean, like the TV deal, obviously, but then like they make a shit ton of money off of merchandise and figures and T-shirts and. You collectibles, know, all, whatever. Yeah. Man, fifty plus love those fake weddings. Yeah. No, but they want that soap opera shit. Like I the second that they start like they started doing that storyline, I was just like, You've gotta be kidding me. I think everyone was like, You gotta be kidding me. Yeah. Well even back oh, be- I hate that guy. Even before they started that storyline and they had the similar one with Mike and Maria Canellis. Yeah. That one just fizzled out because Mike was like, yeah, no, I don't want to be in the WWE anymore. <laughs> Which now, I guess, they're him and Tony Nese. They're down in NXT. Are on NXT, yeah. Yeah, he was on he was on the uh he was on one of the road shows or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I read that they're doing uh, house shows. Are, are trying the them as a tag team on the house shows now. Oh, that'd be. Now they're going to have to pay him either way, so might as yeah. well wrestle. Yeah. Got that ironclad five-year contract. Good for him. Being a yeah, being a local guy. Yeah. Um. So it's just like if they were handled right, and I've said this about like every single NXT person that's made it up to the main roster, but like, it... I was a little sad. Speaking of NXT to main roster, mm-hmm. that sanity just fizzled out. Yeah, the sanity was just gone. Yeah. Yeah. And now you've got Eric Young just being back to just being generic. Yeah, Eric Young. Yeah, just Korea uh, wrestler number 70. If if anything was the case, I think you would have made Killian Dane your main title, your heavyweight guy. Yeah. Whether it's mid-card or heavyweight, 
make Young and Wolf your tag team. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, one of the only factions that had a female yeah. part of it Nikki, with, yeah. with Nikki. I, I feel like sometimes WWE is worried about, like, not having the like the main star of the the faction or whatever it may be be the mouthpiece but then you go and look at like someone like the new day and woods is obviously not woods the mouthpiece woods is the mouthpiece of the new day you know whereas kofi kofi's good and kofi can talk and sing, so can biggie they're all charismatic dudes but woods is just on another level like yeah. it yeah. it just you look at that and then yeah i think maybe that's what they were afraid of with with sanity, as they see, okay, well, Killian Dane is obviously kind of the the standout talent. Again, he kind of, I think, he almost kind of suffers from the Keith Lee syndrome a little bit. Same thing, being the big guy that could do phenomenal things. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Um, but I don't think they wanted to put the mic on him. They wanted the mic to be on Eric Young because he yeah. kind of looks like that, you know. Um, Marketing. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I don't know if they're just afraid to do something like that, but I mean. Yeah, I mean they're right with Undisputed Era, where Adam Cole is the mouthpiece because he's just the, he's one of the best promos in the business. Yeah, he's one of the most definitely just all around. Yeah, just all around. Yeah. So that was, oh, that was your two, Dan. <laughs> oh, we're at two. Yeah, we're we're at your two. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> my number two is uh, John Moxley. Oh. Okay, and, and so he's probably some people's number one. So. Since we're gonna go here, you might as well. I'm cheating. Uh, my two and one is tied yeah, with two and one are tied. Two and one are tied. That's Get the fair. fuck out of here with that participation trophy bullshit. They are. Uh, it is both of your twos are my two and one. Yeah. No. Uh, so I'm just gonna just, I'm just gonna share it now. Uh, so yeah, Cole and Moxley are both tied at two. Pretty much for all the same reasons we're going to name. Yeah, it's it's like everyone that we're going to talk about has already been talked about at this point. Yeah. So I'm just going to say my number one is Jericho. Yeah. Uh, and talk about why Moxley and Jericho are my top two. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Moxley, uh, of course, just had an amazing year. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously being frustrated with his previous place of employment and uh, the angles that they were giving him. Yeah. And But leaving in a way that everyone's like, oh, this is a work. Yeah, and that was my thing, is he, uh, I will share this as well, John Moxley is my number one wrestler of the year. Seeing that f- that announcement from WWE, like three months ahead of time, saying like John Moxley or like yeah. you know, John Good or whatever his real name is, will not be renewing his, what's it called, we appreciate, yeah. like, I was like, and are they trying to work? I'm like, show up. Yeah, I'm like, are they trying to work this into an angle where it's like he's gonna leave and then like get convinced to stay or something like that? Yeah, like almost in like the CM Punk kind of like yeah. I'm gonna leave with the title angle. But then he actually doing it. It's like once, once they did that, I was like, okay, let's let's see if this actually happens. Mm-hmm. And then they just kept giving him shit like this. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. Knockoff Bane. Yeah. You know what I actually loved back when um, the brand split happened? I think you lost your mic. You, you lose your batteries. It's a problem with wireless. We've only been talking for seven and a half batteries. hours. Well, it, it, from Oxley coming out of uh, that situation where they were giving him just Bad looks after bad looks, WWE. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> making it, oh, God, going heel against cancer. 
Yeah, <laughs> going heal on cancer. On, on, no, going heal on cancer recovery, I should say. Yeah. Because <laughs> at that point, he on was, cancer remission. Yeah. Um. Oh, jeez. Like I, I, and but having him show up the way he did at AEW, um, you know, as a surprise. Roman Reigns kicked out of cancer at two, and then John Moxley hit him with a steel chair. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, they've. How about now? Am oh, I, back? I think he's back. I'm back. He's back. I think that's just the. I think Vince just saw John Moxley, Dean Ambrose, just as this happy, not happy go lucky, but just like goofy, like like goofball, the crazy of the guy. Sh- oh, yeah, the crazy, wild and crazy guy. You never know what what, what he's gonna do next of the Shield. Um, yeah, Dean, Dean Ambrose is a wild and crazy guy. That like, I think they like. They just wouldn't take him seriously because, like, think of when the this past brand split happened, and he was the was he the first SmackDown champion? Hmm. He was like one of the like one the first, the first yeah, yeah, he was, yeah. and he had the kingpin gimmick when he was the kingpin. If they just let him do that and just let him go unhinged, and just let him be like that he, kind uh, of like yeah. that, but well, like I had no problem with that kind of like. When he was like rocking the leather jacket, the Bane jacket. Once they gave him the stupid gas mask because he was a fucking germaphobe. Oh, that was the dumbest thing ever. Oh my god. Oh. That was on the part with the. Uh... My favorite thing about the germaphobe is the guy that comes to the crowd. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, the guy who comes through the crowd is a germaphobe. But like, just the 180 that man has done since what was it? Uh, January, February, like late... January. Yeah. Because it was right before the Rumble. No, his last appearance was was in the Rumble, right? No, but that's when they announced. Yeah, because he got he got black masked out at the Rumble, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it just between doing that and going, okay, I just I want to wrestle wherever. He wrestled on the Indies for a couple for a couple gigs. This is actually at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, to you know, to his his now. Being back with New Japan again on his yeah. second stint, being the champion again, being one of the main draws for AEW, he's just. I think the the hype video that they had yeah. for him yeah, coming in, that one that came out on Twitter, yeah, yeah, that was so cool, phenomenal, yeah, that's like that's how you that. Uh, I don't know if I talked to you guys about it, but I talked to definitely a couple of kids at work who had no idea who John Moxley was. But they knew Dean Ambrose. They knew who Dean Ambrose was, and yeah. once you know he had left as Dean Ambrose, I was like, "Well, now that he's you know out of the WWE machine, you know, I'm mm-hmm. hoping he goes back to the John Moxley." Yeah. And you know, then he did, and he's like, "Brian, what the hell? What's this John Moxley thing? You called this? Like, I don't even know what this is. I don't know. I don't know how to react." I was like, "Just wait, mm-hmm. wait mm-hmm. for the John Moxley, like." Because they saw the the Twitter hype video with him in the barbed wire and just walking up and yeah. stuff. Ugh. I'm like breaking out of the jail. Yeah, I was like, just wait for the John Moxley. You don't Dude. know yet. Yeah, you, you don't know what you're getting. Yeah, yeah. Dude, is that a metaphor for him breaking out of the WWE? It it's could a prison. Be. It could yeah. Be. By far, I think he's just had the most. Yeah, I think that's why him and him and Cole tied for me. Yeah. Uh, just because. Same things. Like, both of them had phenomenal years. Granted, Moxley's was a little different, really not coming in until probably May or June. Yeah. Because of the... You see, I, even, as much as I love Cole's match with Gargano, I throw uh, Moxley above Cole in my rankings just because of the match with Kenny. Yeah. You yeah. Know, absolute 
just insanity for that entire match. Mm-hmm. And just two guys are just like, oh, so we we don't have rules? We could yeah. go through and do whatever we want here? I think that's another thing, um, too, that separates the whole time frame yeah. with AEW. So, I, like I mentioned with Jericho, I think if they had a little more time, mm-hmm. or even Moxley had a little more time on AEW, he probably would definitely have been higher. Yeah. Uh, mainly because he's one of those main cards, the you know the one that you hold and that you show everybody. You know, he came into what May or June because yeah. of the non-compete, and mm-hmm. you know you saw him once at the pay-per-view, and then he missed another one, and then he had you know the from the TV time till now, and a couple matches. You know, yeah, yeah, but even then, just you know he's. He made the top of my list just because he didn't have that much time, but he made up for the impact of his, the impact shot. Yeah. Of his time. Yeah, and yeah. that and that's the and that's the thing. I think he's the closest thing to attitude era star that you have outside of Jericho, obviously, because yeah. Jericho is yeah, still an attitude, an attitude era star. <laughs> but Jericho never fell off. Yeah, you know, like he's just been consistently been Jericho his entire he, career. Yeah, you know? he definitely has evolved and adjusted, and. Uh, kind of molded himself to each era mm-hmm. for certain things that he needed to do. Yeah, I just it it just mocks his he had a, a just a great year. The only downside that I think you can even bring up is the fact that yes, he got sick again with the the, the MRSA yeah. and had to uh, had to bow out of that match uh, with Kenny, and uh, the fact that he had to. Uh, was it travel issues, or was he, si- or was it still with the MRSA that he had to uh, drop the IWGP uh, US? It, they that's say kind of that out. was travel issues. They from say it's travel issues officially. Yeah, uh, that's one thing I do like about what New Japan did is he couldn't defend the title, so he had to so forfeit. He had to forfeit the title. Yeah, and then you and then you put it on a. I mean, then you get you put it on a guy like Lance Archer, and that kind of. He's had, like I know we're not talking New Japan right now. He's but had he, a phenomenal year too. He's had a too. hell of a yeah. year. I think I think breaking up Killer Elite Squad was probably the best thing for him. Yeah. Like I, I like Davy Boy Smith Jr. or Davy Boy Smith Jr. Jr. Uh, I think it's Davy Boy Smith Jr. Jr. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. Um. But yeah, the just he's had a hell of a year. He's a star in the making for them. If he stays, kind of like just. I would agree. Yeah. I think pretty much our one, two, and three are pretty much all the same. Yeah, mm-hmm. that have kind of just been separated by personal, 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 opinion. personal opinion. Watch. Yeah. yeah, I'd love for him to actually elaborate more on the whole Death Riders stick that he started in New Japan. If he brings that to AEW, if we get sh- shooter, if we get shooter in AEW, <laughs> if we get shooter in AEW, oh my god, yeah. I'll take it. Who do, who do you think he could he could lead a stable of? Him shooter. I could see Derby in there. Uh, Derby, would, yeah. A bunch of just hardcore, just balls to the wall kind of guys. Yeah. Yeah, Moxley shooter Derby. Do you think Havoc? Mm. Havoc's kind of been a one-off. Yeah. yeah. He hasn't had as many matches yeah. and stuff as I thought. What he about was a bad boy? I, I, yeah. I think. I think I think if you do that, you're you're, ma- you're putting like all the hardcore guys there's together. There's a rivalry there, though. Like, it's one of those things yeah. where there's they've already kind of formulated a bit of a rivalry between Mox and Joey. Yeah. Where Mox doesn't really view Joey as a threat. Where Joey's kind of a little just like he's kind of got the Vegeta. Yeah. You know, like, going on. The Goku. Like the, you're the you're not better than me, Kakarot. Yeah, Joey's like, this guy's not that good. I gotta yeah. go take him down. Yeah. And uh, just gets backhanded. Yeah. Just Mox like. Who are you, kid? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a that was a pretty solid yeah. 
That's a pretty solid list from all of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, here's some uh, here's some breakouts for you. Yeah. I wrote a couple breakouts down. A couple breakouts. Oh yeah. So the breakouts uh, are pretty much a bunch of people that I have, men and women. Mm. You know, are on NXT or AEW, but you haven't really seen a lot of, yep. or haven't even showed up yet. I got the Swerve Man, the Isaiah Scott. I think Isaiah he's. Scott, yeah. I think he's gonna have a dope year. Yeah, they've been using him a lot on Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah, another one of them NXT guys is uh, Austin Theory. I'm kind of kind of excited mm-hmm. to see what they do with with Theory. I feel like he's got too much of that. Just kind of like not cr- like create a wrestler, but he's just very like. I don't know, like, like tell me about him. You, you know, differentiate he's himself. A, an indie kind of guy. Yeah, like all I know is his name. Yeah, yeah. indie wrestler. And he just seems like kind of very clean cut, just like white meat baby face. Yeah, what makes what makes you different than? Any That's other? why I want to see what they yeah. do with him. Uh, I know they took you know Swerve and kind of changed his gimmick up and gave him a whole new name, kind of pulled back a little of his his yeah. move set just because of. How ridiculous he is! Yeah, yeah that's one thing about you know. Obviously, they they've been pulling a ton of talent to begin with, but if you're gonna, if you're making the big stage like that, like they're pulling you in for a reason. And yeah. what theory is what twenty two, twenty three, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's kind of built like a brick house for being, you know, a cruiserweight. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's like a Tony Nice kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of hoping they do big things with Bronson Reed. Okay, yeah, the big the big Aust- New yeah. Zealand Australian guy. Yeah, for AEW's sake. I'm pretty sure he's just on everyone's list. He doesn't need to be a breakout, but the juice man himself, the Orange Cassidy. Yeah. I love me some Orange Cassidy. Freshly squeezed. I love how they, they're kind of hinting about how much he can actually go. And I, I, I just want to see, like, at some point, Orange just has to break it out. He yeah. just has yeah. to have a real wrestling match. Yeah. And, like, get... somebody's going to force him into actually caring about something. Yeah, like, you pushed me too far. Here's my KO Ken. Yeah. yeah. Like, just go off. Um, yeah, that, uh, I mean, like, uh, yeah, I, I, and I've seen, I've watched some of his matches where he does actually, yeah, go off, he, he's, yeah. fa- he's a fantastic wrestler. Um, for me, my breakout star that I want to see in, uh, in AEW is, I mean, you can't even say that he's breakout is Jungle Jack Perry. I love yeah. me some Jungle Boy. Yeah. Um, I think he's poised to be just a, a main eventer down the line. I think that whole Jurassic Express group is kind of in that. Uh, I kind of want to see each one individually kind of break out. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like they each have, like they kind of have more potential individually versus as a group. Um, I think, I mean, obviously AW has a huge focus on tag team, and we want that tag team division to be robust. But they're also just kind of there as that group. Whereas I think individually, I think that Luchasaurus in particular is yeah, like fits a role. They don't really have a whole lot of an AW. Yeah, yeah, they don't. They don't have the big man. Um, and Jungle Boy is just super young talent they can have in there as, you know, part of that next group that's coming up. Yeah. And Marco Stunt, he, yeah. I mean, he's diminutive size, to yes. say the least. But, um, I mean, he, he, you've seen that he can go. And he fits, I mean, he fits a role. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, not necessarily comedy, not necessarily jobber, but can, you know. Comedy jobber. Yeah. He's... He, He's entertaining. Yeah. The other one who I can't even say he's going to have a breakout year because he's been great for years. And I always think of him as being way younger than he is, but he's like 36, 37 already, I think. But it's Scorpio Sky. 
Yeah. yeah, I think the world needs to be exposed to more Scorpio. We talked a lot in the, on the tag team podcast yeah. about yeah. that's another thing too. Like uh, all my guys, I kind of want to see a lot of aren't in a tag team. Yeah, they're just you know singles competitors, and that's kind of how I made my uh, my mail too. Is like I didn't yeah. count any yeah tag teams, any of the guys that are in the tag teams. And I think that's going to be one of the things is once they uh, at some point I don't know how long their their reign's going to be, but once they drop the tag titles. I have a feeling that SCU is going to go back to it being more of Daniel. Well, Daniel's Kazarian as the tag, and then yeah. Scorpio as the the singles guy. Um, He's definitely got a singles run on him. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think Kazarian probably does at some point too. Um, I think that being a bunch d- of vets yeah. just tussling with the with the young guys. Yeah, Daniels is definitely fulfilling that kind of player coach role. Yeah, but, which is cool. I love Christopher Daniels. The other one that I I kind of want to see more of. And I didn't see really any of him when he was in TNA or Impact, whatever you want to call it, but is uh, Cameron Grimes. Yeah, so Grimes is actually on my my NXT list too. Yeah, I love the gimmick that he has now where it's kind of like that country for old men kind of mm-hmm. burly. I wear my big top hat. Here's my beard and mustache, but I can still whip your ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm an NPC in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a boss fight. <laughs> he, he, he's a country badass. Yeah, so uh, he's on there. Uh, one last, I have a couple from AEW. Then I'll uh, hit you with Dan's. Uh, it's Kip Sabian. Yep. Mm. I definitely want to see a little more Kip. Seeing him live was definitely interesting. Yeah, because back then he was still pseudo face. Yeah, it's definitely like him and Penelope now are definitely like a yeah. taking that heel turn. Yeah. yeah. But I definitely want to see more Kip. I kind of want to see what they do with that that storyline. Mm-hmm. So that's that's my males that I want. I would like to see a little more of. Dan, how about you? Uh, so I got to echo that. Kip is definitely there uh, for me. Um, it's one of the guys I want to see a little bit more of. Now, you know, and he he came in. He's had a couple of good matches, but it's been definitely not a focus. Uh, I also want to see more of Sean Spears this year. Yeah. Uh, and he came in hot. Great arc with Cody, and then. Not much of anything afterwards. Off the chairman, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, he's lo- he's lost on Dynamite once, right? And then he's been he's been on a couple episodes of Dark. Yeah, right? I, I think that they've got to give him some sort of and a lot of the the buy-ins. Yeah, he's been a lot on. Mm-hmm. So, but they, they've got to give him somebody to work off of, and they haven't really done that apart from Cody. And so to have somebody like a Hangman, somebody like a Pac to go after. And to have him be a believable threat, I think that's the issue with him right now. It's not having him be believable. Yeah, they haven't yeah. established him as a legitimate threat to anybody outside of Cody. So, yeah, yeah. Let's wait on that. Uh, any, any. I have females. Do you have any other uh, males? Uh, those are my, the two males that I'm probably looking forward to a little bit more. Apart from, because again, a lot of the guys I'm looking to see do more are from that tag group. Yeah. To do mm-hmm. more individually. Um, as far as females go. I have one AEW, yeah, and I have three NXT. All right, let's, let's shoot for what you got first. Uh, my AEW one is Allie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she kind of only made that one-off appearance as Allie. Mm-hmm. But now that she's uh, the bunny. Now she's yeah, the bunny. they kind of killed her off with the collective cut her hair. She disappeared, and now she's the bunny. Uh, I kind of want to see where they go with that and if they're going to do the whole thing that impacted and do – a bad bunny and good bunny crossover back and forth type of thing. Mm-hmm. Then my three NXT girls, they kind of were teasing as a tag team mm-hmm. on the indie scene or the house show scene is Chelsea Green, yep. Deanna Perrazzo, mm-hmm. and Rachel Evers. Ah, okay. 
I'm definitely looking forward for them to do more with Diana Perazzo. I think she's been kind of lost. Yeah, in the I, of that group. I would agree. Definitely. See, I've seen her live twice. Yeah. Great. Uh, and one time she was the face. One time she was the heel. She can go either way. Mm-hmm. The way that she works the crowd. I haven't seen Chelsea Green yet live. Mm-hmm. I've only seen her on, you know, Impact as the hot mess. Yep. I think that they were going for. And same with, you know, Rachel Evers. I've only really seen her on NXT as almost enhancement talent. Yep. Even though everyone knows that she can go just because the, the women indies that she's part of, mm-hmm. she's been champion of. Granted, she's hurt now, so they kind of, I think she tore her ACL maybe. Yep. But those are the three uh, ladies of NXT I would like to see a little, little more of. No, I'm in agreement there. Uh, for AEW, I want to see more of B Priestley. Uh, they brought Ooh, her. They yeah. brought her in for a quick kind of to be the heel to uh, Britt Baker, and then they didn't really. They, they just kind of have her there now. Yeah. And I, again, I think she works great as a heel. Um, I don't really want her to be joining like the Nightmare Collective or anything like that. Be off on her own. Yeah, be off on her own, but be kind of you know. She needs to have another focus apart from Britt. Like she, like if she goes after Rio, I think it'd be great. Um, just, just have somebody come in and be a threat that's not Awesome Kong or some big beefy girl, but to have just a a, a small heel, yeah, to compare to her exactly Jigglypuff and baby face. I see Allie kind of fitting that as the bunny if they actually give her some matches, um, yeah, you know, so I can see that going on. But I, but again, part of a group where I, I kind of like having an individual badass as part, and I think that be Priestley can be that badass girl that's in yeah. that group. Penelope Ford is also. I you know, I think almost any kind of AEW roster for the ladies kind of hits that uh, mark because you didn't really see much of them no it, it, they're kind of limited to doing you know one dark match and one match per dynamite yeah you know and so it's really tough to shuffle talent and give focus to your championship when you do that you know i think that's the one thing that and i guess that's where like as, as much criticism as like the nightmare collective has gotten because of again it's another cult um, yeah. But it's giving the women some sort of focus in terms of, oh, this is what's happening in the women's division versus just having Rio as a champion, having a challenger that week or having them go for, oh, who's the number one challenger, you know, for, for Rio's title, which yeah. has been every other Let's week. Let's have a time. fatal four way. Exactly. And, and so like having more of a focus in terms of where these individual storylines are is where I want them to do this year Yeah, is to have, you know, a girl like B Priestley have an uh, an actual work with somebody individually and have them go back and forth, and you know not fifty fifty booking, but have you know legit storylines versus just oh who's going for the championship shot this week. Yeah, and with you know Dynamite or AEW pulling in that second show, mm-hmm. um, are they going to go with a little more focus on the women? Are they going to go? You know the same kind of format that they're going with, or do they get rid of you know dark completely and go with a whole new show? I think dark has a role to play, and I think that uh, that's smart of them to have an online only kind of like this is an access point for you. Yeah, um, well, I think it may evolve a little bit this year. What what I've heard about the second show is it's going to be dark with additional content. Okay, so, so more backstage. More, I'm sure it's probably some more interviews, some more promos that kind of stuff which they've been doing already but they've been kind of just showing stuff that is in terms of promos stuff that was uh already done yeah like pieces of like the road twos and stuff and i think that 
as we're talking about a minute ago, kind of fleshing out some of these individual storylines is what they need to do. Yeah, I think that's the one. Th- that is one thing that they haven't done enough of. That WWE still does, and even NXT does, and they do it well. Is continuing the story through backstage se- segments. Like they do so much on being the elite. It's like, why don't you make a little bit of that more formal and more, you know? Is it just because they're not? around one another several days a week or whatever they're only there for the one show and then gone or what so well who's uh who's new to either promotion that or hasn't done much in either promotion that you want to see more of okay so i already mentioned jungle boy um in terms of nxt we already mentioned cameron grimes uh i would like to see a little bit more of from a uh the women's division in a I want to see more of the women's division in AEW to begin with. I feel like my women's list was 70 30. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of that. But um, I would like to see um, uh, Big Swole. She seems like she's an interesting, interesting talent. She's been on a dark a couple times. Yeah. I don't think she's been on the main roster dynamite at all yet. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. Is that do you th- think because she hasn't like signed a like a full contract? It or could be just, the contract. Um, they haven't had a point to introduce her to the story. That could be another thing. They have no story for her because at the same time they kind of haven't really had a story for really any of the other girls. Yeah, and I think that yeah, that's definitely part of where they're struggling, um, in terms of story wise and storytelling and stuff like that. <laughs> This is, I mean, we're into we're a couple weeks into 2020 now. One of the names that I saw that I was kind of excited about was uh, Diamante from LAX. Yes. So uh, I think her and Big Swole are actually facing one another this week on, on Dark. Okay. So um, that should be good. I wonder if down the line they bring her in and they introduce the one Santana of Santana RTs. Yeah, one. Of, uh, I could see them introducing one or both of them to the inner circle, depending on how they handle their characters. Yep. I think part of what has made it difficult for them to do some of that storytelling is that they've kind of set like they've kind of segregated the men and the women. Yeah. Whereas like you have like outside of maybe like the butcher and the blade and the bunny, where do you see the male and the female talent interacting? Nowhere. Kenny, Kenny came out to, to, to kind of was, he came out to help Riho that one time. Right. Yeah. That was like to, to like, it. yeah, it, but like outside of that, when have you seen the male and female talent? No interact? interactions. Yeah. Uh, okay. So even like the butcher, the blade, yeah. the bunny, and then Penelope Ford just being Kip Sabian's, you know, uh, you know, new flus. Yeah. Like, yeah. Her, his, you know, his arm candy. Like, I don't think you've really gotten any of that. So whereas NXT has done such a great job with their women's division to the point where they they have a stable that you know is full of women that's full of women that is rivals how dominant you know the undisputed era was so it's night and day and that's the one thing that I really think yeah. that they've kind of that AEW has floundered on and I just don't know I don't understand why not agree to that Dan's was was kind of be a Presley uh, my main one was uh, Allie. Yep. I uh, kind of want to see Allie as the bunny. Yep. And kind of see what they do. If, if they, they give her like a mean streak, sort of. If they go with the mean streak, the bunny Allie, or if they're going with both, with the happy-go-lucky Allie, and then also doing the bunny gimmick. Uh, kind of a mix. Yeah. A little bit of the mix, because they're kind of seem like they portray Allie the bunny as a whole different character from Allie itself. Yeah. Still happy, but kind of sadistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
but I, again, that's just more of that they haven't really explained outside of them kind of being MJF's Bodyguards. hired guns. Yeah, like yeah. what what are they? So, and then uh, you were taking a, a nice beer run. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned uh, the three ladies from NXT that I would like to see more. They've definitely been putting them as a house show team. Is Rachel Evers, Chelsea Green, mm-hmm. and Diana Perrazzo. Okay. Yeah, was uh, wasn't Diana Perrazzo teamed up with with somebody else on the NXT women's roster uh, earlier in 2019? Probably. Uh, I know lately on the house shows it's. Or was she teaming with with Chelsea Green? I think it was Chelsea Green on the house shows. Okay. If that's it, then that makes. Unlike sense. the actual like. TV, they might have just used her as kind of like a enhancement kind of yeah. thing mm-hmm. and put her with whoever. But on the house shows, it's her, Green, and Evers that kind of had a little uh, female faction going. Yeah, okay. But now Chelsea Green is she's the client to, to that Robert yeah, she's, Robert Stone? she's Robert Strauss or Stone, Stone whatever he's or whatever. known as. Yeah. His, Which, uh, uh, one of the, that big guy that they had, Dan something. Big bolt guy. They had him come in for NXT for like two weeks, and they build him as this brick house. Oh, and then he was the one who got the crap kicked out of him by Samoa Joe, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it, it not Dan Mastiff? Uh, no, that's a uh, different guy. Dan. Uh, Dan something. Yeah, not our Dan. Not our Dan. A different, different Dan. Dan. I'm pretty sure it's me actually. Different Dan. Oh wow! You moonlighted as a professional wrestler. I'm glad you had the time to I, I dabble. to yeah. pull back the curtain on as far as, uh, and then they have him teaming with uh, Riddick Moss. Okay. On the house shows right now. Hmm. Yeah, that's one of the things where I, I feel like Rick, Rick, uh, Riddick Moss can't catch a break. Him or Tino. Yeah. Well, well, Tino caught a break. He broke himself. <laughs> that's why. That's why Riddick's got nothing to go on, right? Well, uh, no, they both broke themselves at the same time. Oh. They uh. So I think Tino got hurt first, and then they tried pushing Riddick on a on a singles run, and mm-hmm. then Riddick got hurt. Oh. That's just ugh. that's when nothing goes right. Which sucks because everything that I've heard is that Riddick Moss is like a stand-up dude. Yeah. Like everybody, like anytime I hear somebody talk about them about being at the PC to like rehab an injury or whatever, Riddick Moss is the person who helped me get back to back to like yeah. fighting shape type of deal. Um, well, I think they're both uh, kind of fitness guys, both football players or ex-football players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, outside of that, I mean, I know we're talking underutilized or people we want to see more. Anything outside of the, you know, the AEW NXT realm that you just want to just, like, highlight, low light, get on your soapbox and rant uh, about? There's a lot of things I would like to have more time for. Yeah. I definitely want to see where ROH goes with, with Marty coming back and kind of taking over the reins. Running the booking. Yeah. Kind of want to see what they do with that. Marty's uh, in charge. I think they have a stacked roster. Yep. From, you know, so many companies now, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of picking talent from them. New Japan is just New Japan. New Japan is what New Japan is. Yeah. There's yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no taking away from the New Japan, but I definitely want to spend a little more time in the New Japans. You feel about Naito 2 belts. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm all about the Naitos. Naitos dos beltos. But you know how I feel about that whole group itself with the uh, the LIJs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a bushy mark. I'm a bushy yeah. mark. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the thing I think I'm most excited about 
outside of AEW NXT is the fact that Hiromu Takahashi is healthy again. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh and he's got Daryl back now. And that um he took the he took the junior heavyweight title off of Osprey. I would like to see maybe their last rivalry, their last set of, you know, this cuz I don't know about you guys, but I see Osprey like I know he's with New Japan for another like 4 or 5 years. Don't you kind of see him moving up to to heavyweight at some point? Just to have him be against different people. Yeah. yeah I was like, say he's kind of getting a little stale with uh the same Yeah, like I don't want to say that he's getting stale, but he's It's the same formula. Uh, yeah, same thing that with Kushida. He's done everything. Yeah, which yeah. is probably why Kushida everything. left when he left. Yeah. He's like, what do, I do, what do I do from here? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for me, it's just like, I want to see, I would love to see what Osprey can do in the heavyweight division. I mean, I think he would be a good foil to, you know, to Jay White. Yeah, I can see that. And yeah. Like, it, like, if Jay White w- became the, the Intercontinental Champ again, I could see that being a, a worthwhile feud uh, in. That's a year long. Uh year-long Wrestle Kingdom feud right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and really, who in that, who else does Chaos have in the main main event outside of Okada? Uh, like Stone Pitbull. Yep. Yeah. I mean, do you see Stone Pitbull? Is Okada not enough? Okada. I mean, <laughs> he's the, he's the rainmaker. Yeah. Um, but like, do you see Tomohiro Ishii as like an intercontinental champion? Not personally, but. I mean, he might be viewed differently by the main New Japan crowd. Yeah, but like I, I see. I think I see, like Will Osprey as that before I see Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I'd like I'd like to see that in the next year or two is is him as a heavyweight. I think um, that. And not only for his, you know, his neck because he bumps like a a mama. Yeah, mama jamma. Um, there's that, and then um, I don't know um. What what else? Oh, what I kind of want to dabble with the power. Have you watched the NWA powers yet? No, no, I haven't really touched touched that yet. No, uh, I've I've heard great things mm-hmm. that it's definitely that studio. The production of their stuff's been good. Production, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. um, it's definitely that, that. Like it takes you back. Yeah, it's yeah. clearly that 1980s. We com- like we completely adhere to kayfabe. You know, we're the, treating this the like a South, fight. The like, South wrestling. Yeah, I'll almost treat like a boxing match where you have like, mm-hmm. oh, these two fighters are coming in for this. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. big time South. Yeah. The old school Jr. You know, Ric mm-hmm. Flair kind of, kind of vibe esque to it. From what I heard, I haven't dabbled in it yet, but mm-hmm. I would like to, especially since they kind of only run once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And same thing. It's like an hour. Give or take, and it's on the YouTube, so it's a uh, nice and easily accessible. Yeah, I'll need to check that out just because some of the like some of the the talent is obviously interesting. Like, have Nick Aldis, um, yeah, Aldis and stuff. I saw going through my Twitter like uh, they're doing like a six man match, and it was Aldis and was it Aldis and James Storm? Yeah, James Storm. And then the thir- and then the third uh, or and then the third people, uh, the third person was like Big Papa Pump or something like that. Yeah, like. Where does Steiner just show up? <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. What? I need to like figure out like the actual story. Steiner story. does not need a reason to show up. No, I don't. Steiner just, will show up where he pleases. Yeah, he just yeah. Steiner math. Yeah. So, um, you yeah. take thirty three percent and add twenty five percent. You still have 75. a seventy five and two thirds chance of doing what? <laughs> but but yeah. So I think yes, it harkens back to that kind of 
old school nostalgic kind of feel. And if that's what you want, it's you know it's the big muscly dudes. They're probably not the the greatest workers, but they it, everything that I've seen is yeah or read and heard is that it's hey it, they're it's, gonna entertain the fuck out of that VFW crowd. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I know I get entertained when I go to VFW crowds. Yep. Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah. For me, it's all about. Uh, it's been hinted at, obviously, with the new situations with Marty being bucking for a- for ROH and Jericho going over and wearing the EAW belt for New Japan. I want to see more synergy before with these companies. I want to see some overlap. I want to see some dream matches. Mm-hmm. These oh. are things that I, I want to see Okada on North American television yeah. showing up. I don't care if it's a dynamite. It could be a pay-per-view. I don't care. Yeah. I just want him to have him show up yeah. and be Okada for the North American crowd. Right. I dig it. And, you know, nope. it, I want to see Su- Suzuki Goon show up oof. and just kick the shit out of Moxley. <laughs> because that's, I mean, Mox, uh, it's Mox and, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Suzuki for the U.S. championship is what it seems like it's going towards. Yeah. God. Like, it, and that, I think that would be one thing is it's like, one giant crossover storyteller. Yeah. It, even just acknowledging that certain things are happening, like overseas, and like, again, ha- having Jericho show up with the AEW title was huge as far as mm-hmm. like the visibility for AEW over there. But to, to have some reciprocation, to have, yeah, you know, bring it back. Mock show up at the U.S. title here. Yeah. You know? I, I think that's actually also a good reason as to, like, that would be a good justification for not introducing more titles. Yep. Is if there was a working relationship between them and ROH, ROH or them and New Japan, or they both. they already have the one with it was it with AAA, yeah, Triple Oz, yeah. Because yeah. Kenny is Kenny still the what's it called? I think championship? so. We haven't seen much of that that Chinese partnership. Uh, oh, with uh, Owa or yeah. something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, Shima's company. Yeah, yeah. Shima's company. Like they they yeah. showed up for like one bout and that's really about it they kind of did the i think they need a little bit more was it the strong hearts yeah t-hawk or something yeah Yeah. shima and and t-hawk will show up every once in a while but yeah i'm sure they probably just have you know what's another match we totally probably spaced on was uh sema and uh omega yeah yeah that was a good match good match yeah Yeah, i kind of forgot about uh fight for the fallen I think uh, a lot of people kind of put it towards the back of their mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's re- again, the, the one that stuck in my mind there, that was Kobe Darby. Yeah. But yeah, it's more synergy between these companies. Uh, I think it only help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, it's funny going online and seeing like a lot of people like, oh, how does this help New Japan? It's like, how does it not help New Japan to be on Especially with, uh, a weekly show? Yeah. yeah. New in Japan North America with now the, having their yeah. North American brand. Exactly. When was the last time you heard about that, though, since it was announced? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, that just means they've run into some issues, and maybe, maybe our another, friends, maybe some of their old friends can help out with that. That's yeah, uh, well. That's so what I'm saying is you don't need a North American division when you especially have with your, them starting in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. When you have your friends, and and ultimately uh, with Marty taking over for ROH for booking, I just want to see him consistently beat Osprey every time. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the it, how many times has Osprey actually beat Marty. I think once. Maybe. Yeah. Twice, maybe. Yeah. The villain always gets his. The villain, man. Yeah, but I just want to see that at least once a year. Yeah. It's just just a, a Marty Osprey match. Just Osprey lose. I just want. <laughs> I just want to see MJF take a fucking rainmaker. <laughs> oh. I just want to see him get turned inside out. <laughs> oh, so happy now. I drink uh, to that. Yeah. Right. I drink to that. There it is. Oh boy. So. Well, you had mentioned previously 
uh, granted it's been quite some time since mm -hmm. you've mentioned it, about a certain faction that you possibly may or may not have wanted to see when we had touched on the Bullet Club or the AKA Balor Club. Oh. Do you remember what you were what your thoughts were? Was it, okay, was this was this last part 1? Yeah, this is like part 1 or 2. Um you had mentioned the Balor Club and then you mentioned you wanted to come back to it at the end. Oh shit. I think it was just like who was going to be part yeah, of the Balor Club. It's just like give me the OC, give me Balor, and give me like who's your fourth? Now are we going straight NXT or no? I want th so here's the thing is cross brand. They're trying to s yeah they're like I mean like the brand split is one thing but like they're trying to say that like they're all even level now. It's like okay so then like why wouldn't you have factions on different shows exactly. Or factions that branch across shows. Yeah. Have Finn be the the NXT the, guy. The, the NXT guy for the for the club. Then you have your tag teams in yeah. Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson. And then then you, you got Styles. Your SmackDown would be. SmackDown would be. Are you going mid card or main card? Um. I don't know. I I'm I'm so unfamiliar with the SmackDown roster right now. I'm kind of a little little dabbled. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Give me like you know. Give me Kurt Hawkins. Ooh, breaking from the Zack Ryder. Uh, I mean, are they even still a tag team? They're on Raw. They kind of show up together. Yeah. Uh, do they? I wouldn't say that they're a tag team per se. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they got Hawkins their they got Ryder. their they got their podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they're. they're I I know Hawkins is a good brother. He's a good brother. He's a good brother. Um, so yeah, no, I would say like yeah, give me like, cause I mean like you've got some ridiculous dudes in the Bullet Club. Like well, if we're comparing to. that, I mean like you've got the Tokyo Pimp. Yeah. I mean you've got, I mean Bad Luck Fale looks like basically like he's trying to put you know his Fidel Castro kind of <laughs> <laughs> military general twist on things. He wears a beret. Yeah, he wears a beret and has in wayfarers. I think it would do them so much. They put out so much content and you want them like you would want your audience to be consuming all of it, right? Ideally, you should be booking it the way that it makes it worth having investment in all of the brands. So I just pulled up the the SmackDown roster. Yeah. Uh, half these guys you don't even see on their roster. Yeah, because the only ones I, I, I even think That's that I see, it's like, it's like the Usos. Oh, they've actually done something with them recently. Yeah, they put them back with the bloodline. Yep. Yeah, it's like Roman, back. the Usos, Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, like the Fiend Bray Wyatt, and Daniel, uh, Daniel Bryan, right? Yeah, is Rowan even on SmackDown or is he on Raw? He's on Raw. He's on Raw. So like I, I, I just you I got mean, the like, Miz and Johnny Mundo. Yeah, the, like then uh, you got the New Day. So someone they haven't really touched on ever since you know Kofi kind of take a spot was Mustafa Ali. I would like to see him join the club, uh, go full blown heel, uh, and kind of play off be of, like their cruiserweight. Yeah, play off of Kofi kind of taking his spotlight and taking his spot. Mm. And you know, turn a full blown heel on that. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. He could be like the the junior heavyweight cruiserweight, yeah. like the ELP equivalent. 
And another guy he's with... Got, he's uh, even got the sweet techno face yeah. for it. Another guy I would like to see from SmackDown that they don't use is Apollo Crews. The big ooh Yeah, but, uh... Hmm. That's, you know, because they don't use them. Yeah, if they ever wanted to take Titus seri- like Titus O'Neil <laughs> seriously, if they they should have, like, Titus Worldwide was mainly like a... Ahaha. Ahaha, like a joke. But, like, if they could have had him be like, oh, I'm a businessman, like... Yeah. And making, like, actual decisions, like, like, almost like a Ted DiBiase, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd go with that. Yeah. And just, like, use his money and influence... That's kind of what the Robert Stone or Strauss or whatever his gimmick is. He's an agent, I thought. I yeah, thought he's, he's like, like one of those like kind of fancy pants, like I have the money yeah. kind of guys. Okay. Yeah, he seems more social media media influencer. Yeah. Just kind of overall douche. <laughs> oh, he plays perfectly. I know, right? Um, yeah, but I mean, yeah, that that's the... I don't know. I I don't even know if it's the idea of like an actual Balor Club or like oh, like full blown yeah. Bullet Club in the WWE. I just want to I, uh, to be honest. The closest you have to that in like the, I think the same, uh, mood is the Undisputed Era. Yeah, now, like they're they're obviously like the best thing going in WWE right now. Yeah. Now you have to compare that is uh, the Monday Night Messiah with his new new faction but it's still so watered down yeah i'm kind of like it's just like ooh. and there's talks of bringing in a new member they haven't well they brought in buddy murphy yeah after buddy there's supposed to be a five-man group a five uh, like a guy or, or a girl uh they haven't mentioned i imagine probably go for for a girl if you can go five yeah yeah because there's talks about it being a, a five-member faction mm. weird Evil Becky? E- no. I can't do that to the man. That would be so boring. Like, I, just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm over Becky Lynch. <laughs> I'd agree. Well, I, I'm kind of over the man character as well. That's what I'm starting to think. Of, like, what do we do differently now? I just, I'm kind of getting just over the whole women's division right now. It's the same four girls. Uh, Raw is, you know, Becky and Asuka. It's Becky and Asuka. And, and then, then Sasha and Bailey. And then SmackDown, Sasha, Bailey. Yep. When when she when Sasha decides to show up, like right now, right Lacey now, Evans, yeah, yep. And then you have Charlotte on Raw. And at least you, at least you've got the side story with Mandy, Mandy and Heavy Machinery. I love like the, the I like Mandy I love Otis. Otis, Otis like the Otis loves Mandy storyline is hilarious. Love it. Like, and I hope it pays off. For Otis? Where where we see Mandy coming out with a hard hat on or something like that, I just, that would be hilarious. I love like, it. That's how you make something funny. Yeah. Like remember what was it what, uh what, uh was it Stacy Keebler the team 3D yeah with the, the Duchess Dudley of boys? Dudley yeah Duchess uh, Dudleyville like just give like you can have slapstick and you can make an odd man couple yeah it's like everything doesn't Plus, have be, to be uh, a perfect transition for Sonya to go off on her own yeah and yep. be the badass that she yeah, is yeah like I think she is like I think Sonya is a like I think she could be a, the women's champion. Oh yeah, they just they they have dropped the ball so hard on her. I think Ronda coming in kind of kind of yeah pushed her to the back end because her can't, her can't, whole gimmick was faux yeah. MMA fighter. Yeah, we can't have two MMA ladies here. Yeah, yeah. It's been, and then on NXT you had the same thing. You had yeah, you know the the faction. Yeah, she she was down there, and then and then Shayna Baszler came in. Yeah, and they were like, oh shit, okay, what do we do? 
So got I this think... girl, we've got this girl whose gimmick is I'm an MMA fighter, and then we have a fucking UFC fighter coming in. Like, yeah, like actually, no, Sonya was an MMA fighter. She was. Uh... Yeah, but she wasn't a UFC fighter. Yeah, I don't think she was. No, but she was definitely an MMA. But neither yeah. were um, actual undisputed girls there. Shayna, Marina, Shayna, Marina. I think Marina had uh, a couple fights after. I think Marina, the and, Ultimate Fighter, and Jessamine were at least both. They were at least both on the Ultimate Fighter, though. Right? They were all on the Ultimate Fighter. So yeah, so all three of them. That's more. That's more clout than Shana, than uh, Daria Baronado, Sonya Deville. Yeah, yes. that's Daria Baronado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like her, yeah, her, yeah. Re- her real name. Her shoot name. You're using her shoot name, brother. Her shoot name. You're working me into a shoot, brother. Uh, yeah. So is it Daria? Yeah, Daria. Because is that the name that she used in the Mae Young Classic? Yeah. Yeah. Or was she in the Mae Young Classic? Ooh. I know she used Daria Baronado. I think she started some... NXT as Daria Baronado. Because yeah. she was on. No, she wasn't in the Mae Young because she was on. Um... Oh, she was on Tough Enough. Yeah, Tough Enough. Tough Enough. And that's where they, everyone found out she was a lesbian. Because uh, they asked her if she had a boyfriend or oh. if she was in a relationship. And she says, yeah. My uh, she said something about a girlfriend, mm-hmm. not a boyfriend. Okay, yeah, okay. She's and she's got a. She does have an MMA record. She's she's two and one, but it was uh, yeah. None of them were any actual, um, UFCs. Yeah, like higher end. University of MMA and CFL. You're That's the M- you're the MMA guy here. Like you yeah. know more than I. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know where uh, university. I, I, like is. I, I don't, I don't recognize any of those. Uh, things. Yeah, and CFL, I think of Canadian Football League. Yeah, I was like, I was like, was she a place kicker? <laughs> she played linebacker. She could have. She probably whipped some the ass too. Montreal Alouettes, suplexing jabrones left and right. <laughs> right. All right. Probably um, led them in tackles. Oh, she. Oh, I'm just I'm just scrolling through her Wikipedia page because you know, that's how we do, on the Googs. She hosted a UFC show on YouTube. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I could get on my soapbox for another two hours if you want me to. I think we all could, but yeah, I think we should save that for another day. Yeah, next yeah. next episode. Literally, just get soaped and get soaped. Get soaped and get on a soapbox episode where we just get just crush soapbox episode. Just crush crispy boys and just let's get soapy. Yeah. And just go off. Maybe that's what the tagline will be on our podcast. Get lathered up. Let's get soapy. We're getting lathered. <laughs> We're getting Mr. Cleaned. <sighs> We're shaving one of our heads? I just meant clean. Oh. Well, he's I bald. Mean, you can. You can. My hairline's starting to recede. I think I'm pretty bald. Mm. Getting close. Mm. I'm dabbling. Mm. It's all in my face now. <laughs> You're like the the Willy Bully or whatever, yeah. Willy Willy. willy. Just pull it down. Yeah. Transitions. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a blast. This has been. Oh, yeah. It's been good. Yeah. I mentioned Dan that we should make this a kind of a a normal. I'm in agreement. Gives me an excuse to drink beer. I'm always down to drink beer. So. And talk wrestling. Talk and shop. Just talk shop. That's I'm a gr- that's it. a great name for a podcast. Oh wait, no. Oh. Sorry, oh, we can't do that. Yeah. Damn. Sorry. You get sued. Sorry, right, I just have two podcasts a week. Speaking of, where the fuck's our sponsor? I don't know yet. Working on them. Yeah. 
If you'd like to be our sponsor. Yes. If you'd like to be our sponsor, if you've listened this long. We're available on social media. You could literally just pay me and Crispy Boys. Yeah, we're all for the Crispy Boys. Yeah. No matter the brand. Yeah. You can find Will's Pornhub. <laughs> My <laughs> Pornhub at... <laughs> Crispy Boys. The Crispy Boys 69. No. <laughs> that sounds so dirty. And it exists. <laughs> it's on gonna, the internet. Of course it exists. Someone's going to go in and try it. Look for it. Yeah. They're going to get this giant old black man. What you didn't know is that I took out ad space. Like Ooh. I did like Google AdWords. Mm. Just so that when people Google this after the show, I make money off of them. Climbing up those uh, podcast charts. Yes. I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know. Making them towns. Yeah. So. All right. So, yeah. Do you want to? Drop where people can find you, or do you want to just leave it to the leave it to the winds? I am on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, like you want to know where? Oh, okay, that's yeah, a, that's a, that's totally up to you. So I have multiple, multiple, multiple accounts of the socials. Yeah, I basically use them all to troll Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit. <laughs> it's a, a good way to through life. He's got coming. Yeah, yeah. He he knows what he did. <laughs> oh, he but, does. But no, <laughs> oh. you know. I am on, I am on Instagram, at Slam Duncan. I'm on Twitter at Slam Duncan. First A, is an A. Second A is a four. Quattro. Ooh. Yes. It's the Slam. Dun do Quattro Quattro in. Um, I'm also so I get Instagram. Twitter, MySpace doesn't exist. It still does, <laughs> but who uses it? It does, but can, it we, can we put the podcast on MySpace? I don't know. Can we'll, we? sure we'll, we'll, we'll just get a resurgence. Yeah, we'll try it. Yeah, let's find out. I'm on a uh, Sound SoundCloud, Takashi six nine. Ooh. Ooh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, and uh, the only other relevant one, maybe, even though I haven't done it in quite some time, is Twitch. Slam Duncan yeah. on Twitch. I think uh, we should. Definitely dabble on the Twitch. Yeah. Live stream. Live stream Jones. Li- live stream Jones, the podcast. Yeah. You do that. Put it on YouTube. On the, uh, put it on Pornhub. We might get booted off YouTube, but Pornhub will be okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Pornhub will be perfectly fine on. Yeah. We're presentable there. Yeah. We're presentable. Yeah. Are we, though? Hey, I am a fixture of the bear community. Uh, <laughs> I am a, <laughs> I'm a fixture of someone who thinks I'm a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's a finish for that. <laughs> if you like. Furry beards. America. Fuck, Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're getting so many more followers. <laughs> yes. I have a giant beard. Yeah. And also, sometimes when I drink, I become a luchador. Are you just going to start tagging ISIS I could. In, in posts that you make about the podcast? <laughs> just to get downloads. You're like, I've got a beard. <laughs> Let's get all the downloads. A luchador, terrorist, drunk. Yes. <laughs> so there, Actually, there's one podcast. That I am a luchador Scotchman who wears a lucha mask and a kilt. Yeah, I can see that. Are don't you, don't are, even need to explain it. Are, do you have a? Are you Scottish by heritage? I am Irish by heritage. Oh, but the kilt would still work. Are kilts uh, Irish only? No, or Scottish. Scottish only. Scottish. Okay, yeah. Because my brother used to actually he used to do the not strongman. Well, he did strongman, but the um, uh, Highland Games. Ooh, I yeah. thought that was Irish. Or was that Scottish? Well, I think no, it's Scotland. Scotland. Yeah. 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 Okay. Still Scotland. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of overlap. I mean. Yeah. 
I'm like 50-50. I'm probably about 97. Like Scottish-Irish. I am Irish mostly and a little bit of Welsh. Basically, uh. I, I, I'm translucent. Yeah, I, I, I burn in the sun. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I'm basically like... like I may get a little a little red-red, but after that, I get like super dark. Oh, fuck you. It's that 3% of French-Canadian that comes oh, in. Oh, dude, that's how... 2% yeah, vampire. Yeah, that's how my buddy... Uh, Andy is. He's he takes off his shirt and his back is like a sweater from how how hairy he is. <laughs> and then if he's out in the sun, he just fucking just goes like pop. Hot damn. Yeah. Yeah. Two percent vampire here. I step out in the sun and I physically burn. <sighs> Have you heard about that shit? There's an actual disease where like if you go out like you're your allergic skin to boils? The, you're allergic to the sun. Yeah. There was like an entire like sh- TV show or movie or some shit about it. No. Yeah, the, the, the this girl's like she can't go out like she. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, was, I remember hearing about that one. Ooh. She can't go outside during the day. Hot damn. Yeah, I think it was like a made-for-TV movie, and then so she falls. She falls in love with a boy who is this not a vampire. Uh, who's a vampire? So he can't go out. He can only go out during the night. At night so, that's, that, yeah, that's so it's like love. it's yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So it's. I'm pretty sure it was like. It's called Twilight. <laughs> it was oh I thought that was do they sparkle in the I sun? thought that was Blade Four, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. No, <laughs> I believe it's a plot of the Lost Boys. Yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> All right, and with that, yes. Thank you for having us on. Of course, of course. I'm sure, I'm sure we will be be back again because well, it's fun. It is. Pleasure to be here. We get to talk about wrestling and beer, two of my favorite mm-hmm. things. If you have other topics, well, spitball bias. We have opinions. Always. We have opinions. I might bring the normal topics of my other podcast to you two as well. Okay. Well, wow. Dan is a, a very, very well-versed man X-Men of, fan. Man, oh, my God. Man of information. Man of, man of Professor Xavier. Are Woods. you a man of Marvel? Don't get me started. Yeah, so... We can talk the pop cultures. Ooh, the pop cultures. Oh. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a great one. So, yeah. You do it slow. I like it slow. They like it slow. Choo-choo. Mm-hmm. We should, what's it called? We should, we should review. Royal Collide? Maybe. Royal Rumble? Definitely Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble needs a recap. I think, I think Royal Rumble needs a recap and maybe just like a live, not not a live reaction, but maybe like a, maybe we film it. And then put the live reaction up afterwards. Oh, or okay. maybe, or maybe we do like just like a quick, we like we, a five minute, no, five we, ten minute. We put it on YouTube. The Royal Rumble as it's happening. Well, then we're gonna get copyrighted to shit. We can't do that. Yeah. No, we just have it facing us as a reaction. I don't have Judge Judy money for a lawyer, dude. Yeah, the that's gonna hear the noise in the background and be like, "Make sure we can't have this." But with that, I think I smell pizza. Ooh. my wife made us Totino's pizza rolls. Oh, God. oh boy. So. Let's go eat, boys. Yes. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for showing up this week. Skirt, skirt. Boop, boop. See you next time. Uh. You just want it all.
You hear me spitting out a poisonous ink I'm poisoned to think what I can do when I'm on the brink A back to the wall, a villain when I'm ready to brawl I'm killing, it's really, it's silly how I'm messing with y'all Speaking, it's easy, you see me coming through in the clutch now Duck down, profound sounds, dropping like touchdowns Cursing in verses like missing persons, you never find it Go and rewind it a second time if you need reminded But shit, a contradiction might better define it I'm grinding to sharpen the talent instead of bitching and whining Culture refining, the perfect pressure to press a diamond It's in your time and not what you wear when you say you're rhyming As far as I'm in, I'll never make it to raise an island Call me an island, I'm solitary in my confinement Forget my elegant eloquence while I'm relevant Carefully dismantle your status just for the hell of it Heavy like an elephant, desolate while I'm wrecking it Strictly just for the benefits evident in my devilment And now the residents fear the presence of melanin Malevolent supremacists speaking venomous sentences Forget the precedent, get a taste of your medicine A tranquilizer dart to your face, embrace the sedative